What up, what up, what up, what up? This is She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. This is a podcast where we talk about everything without limitations because everything needs to be talked about. All the things you do, all the things you know. What up, though? Let's go. What up? This is She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. And, um, Welcome. If you knew, what up though? Where you been? Uh, we're going to focus on what the hell is a good provider because um, today's day and age, I'm kind of clueless. I think I have an idea, but you know, everybody's good provider idea may be different. Let's get it to it. Well, tonight, the focus is on what the hell is a good provider, because um, when your grandmama or your mama tell you, make sure you get uh, with someone that can provide for you and is a good provider, what the hell are they talking about? True financial. Basically. Is that it, though? That's all they talk about, yes. Now, we know it's more to it than that. Now. I'm saying from that generation perspective like when you talk about grandmothers and maybe you know some moms they come from that generation where the where the man was the breadwinner in the household yeah like like that's short that's that's short hands of saying get you a nigga with some money right now this generation it ain't like that no more because you know because women could basically do what the men could do back in the day yeah I mean, not you know physically, but you know, we have I mean, like, like you know, and like job wise, because there's a lot of female bosses out there. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, they're making their own money, they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Like, so you really don't need a man for financial support, right? No, agrees. I mean, it'll be nice. It yeah, would be nice, and I can't necessarily say that I agree with the concept. Because I just feel like when women are, when women were in the household, they was the one, you know, that was instilling that value in the kids because they was at home spending time with their children. Right. It was a trade-off. Right. Mm. It was, I go to work every day, I pay the bills, I put the bacon on the table, and when I bring the bacon home, you cook it. Right. And take care of the children. Mm -hmm. And I think back in the day, that was like absent of I'm not gonna talk about the time I mean the you know fact that you don't spend time with me outside of your work I'm not gonna talk about the time that you don't spend with these kids I just take care of them it was just like if he provided he's good right now and then that's back and then that's back when and then that's back when the girl down the street that looked Mm. like your sister Mm. or your cousin and you talking about why that girl down the street look like me everybody's like shut up mm. that too oh. a lot of um side relatives look right. alike mm. don't ask how they came about they just your cousin or you just your, your sister or right yes, they just come over to eat on Sundays <laughs> exactly 
don't know. Like now, what would you say is a quote unquote good provider? Mm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> well, me personally, so shady. I'm sitting here thinking like. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily a provider. I just think at this day and age, I think what people really need to look for is partnership. Exactly. Exactly. It's a partnership. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, because we both can get up and go to work and get this money. But, I mean, but but are we trying to build something together? Like, what's, like, we both got to come together and figure out what the goal is that we're going to do with each other for each other for our future. Exactly. There's you, there's me, and then there's us. So what are we doing for us? Right. Yeah. Right. So I wouldn't... I mean, for me as a woman, I I, I don't, you know, go out and fish for a provider or, you know, when I'm dating somebody, I don't be like, oh, well, you know, can he pay my rent or pay my car? No. I mean, granted, it'll be nice if he can do it. I'm going to let you. I'm not a fool. But... You're not dependent on it. Right, right. Like, I'm not dependent on that, or, or that's not at the exchange of, of me providing, you know, my time and love to somebody. Mm. So, let's say if a woman was making more money and she was married and she was okay with her husband staying at home and being an at home dad with her kids. When someone says, oh, you're married to a good provider, would they consider that man a good provider or that woman more or would it be something equal? I think it would be something equal because they're both providing something that could make it work for both of them. Like the family. Yeah, she's going to work, making the money. Okay, he's at home taking care of the household. Mm -hmm. So when she get home, she don't have that load on her back of going to work and then coming home trying to take care of the household is teamwork like both of them are contributing something right and then it cuts on child care like if she's making an X amount of money she can like it's like alright I make enough to pay, to pay these bills but I don't make enough to pay, to pay for X, Y, and Z so that's what her husband's like well shit I ain't making no money no way so I can sit at home and take care of the kids and pick them up from school and do this and do that and cook and fix them food and we can cut costs there. Mm -hmm. So when you get home, it's like dinner's ready, homework's done, kids are ready Mm -hmm. for bed, all you gotta do is eat, tell me about your day, drink drink your wine, if you feel like fucking, we fucking, and... (laughs) Go to sleep. Exactly, and go to sleep. I mean... Yeah, I think when you have kids, it could be a, um, a, a different situation because I feel like, um, like now, you know, like you have these parents who have to be a provider, or, or some of them, you know, you, you have households where both parents are providers, or um, it's split households where the, where the mom and dad isn't together. And both mm-hmm. of them are providers, but when both of you are doing that, you're not spending time with your children. You know, you submit them to no. daycare for eight or ten hours today. Or you have a nanny. It, yeah, like they they're not even really seeing you. So now you have kids who are starting to act out in school, act out in daycare because they're not getting that love and attention and time spent from their parent or okay. enough of it. And that's why I say, like, even if you come from like a two-parent household and both of your parents work and they were able to give you a home clothes, food, 
whatever but they don't spend quality time for you right but your parents being quote-unquote good providers really doesn't say shit if your doesn't. personality you don't have no right. relationship right 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 i think with being a good provider it's pretty much like an all-around thing especially if like you're a solo parent being mm-hmm. a good provider is i gotta work i gotta get a meal i gotta take care of my kids i gotta make sure i do this i gotta make sure i do that like okay example not to throw you under the bus sometimes, but to me, I feel like in my eyes, you're a good provider. For you to mm-hmm. have two small children and do everything that you do, and to be able right. to like take them out and like spend right. some quality time with them, like you're doing a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. But you're doing a fucking good job. Exactly. Because you go to the art museum with them to the park, like anything small, but you also get up and go to work Monday through Friday, Monday. Why, thank you. It's a struggle. I mean, I was just telling like one of my co-workers today, I'm just like, yo, like she doesn't have kids, but she's married. I'm just like, okay, I'm about to leave. I'm about to go morph into momo because that's exactly what it is. As soon as I leave work, I gotta make sure I safely drive from point A to point B so I can pick them up because everything's on me. I got to make sure I pay their daycare. I got to make sure I sign them out. I got to make sure, you know, whatever went on all day from their teachers, I know. Take them wherever before we get to the house, get to the house. And you just it all the time. So when people look at me, be like, oh, you got kids. You're not married. You need to you need to get a good provider. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking See, I for just a provider. Right. I'm looking no. for... A complete man that could be like an asset to me emotionally, physically, financially, of course, but also the fact that I have kids, so I have to really be super picky about quote-unquote what is a good provider to my family but then again you're not looking for a good provider you're looking for a good partner that's willing to help you out and build upon like for both of y'all to build some shit together right. you're not looking for a provider because you already do that yeah yeah and i think a lot of people be like oh you got a good provider i think they don't put into consideration that this person's personality may be shit but they may right. have a good job or this person right. may um not be uh physically involved and i know i grew up until i was eight with both of my parents in the household but my father yes he owned his own business yes he sold property but he also liked to gamble with his money um whenever he went on vacations he went by himself he never took us uh Mm -hmm. as far as was there ever a light off or bills not paid no but girl, that I must be a Jamaican thing because that sounds like my dad. Listen, I don't remember <laughs> him taking me, like taking us to like doctor's appointments. My mom still went about Philly like she was by herself. We took the bus, we took the trolley, we took the train, we walked. My father only took us in the car on Sundays to go to church and to go home. Well, my dad always cooked, though. My dad would cook every day. So my, I remember for a long time, like, I don't remember my mom cooking until I was, like, till they actually got a divorce. Like, my dad always cooked every mm-hmm. single meal. He always cooked lunch. He always cooked dinner. My mom would cook breakfast on the weekends. But, like, mm-hmm. every time we came home from school, dinner was done. When my mom came home from work, dinner was done. Yeah. Yeah, my, my dad never cooked. The only time I've ever seen him cook Yeah, my dad was, didn't either. 13 and after they had a divorce and I went to go visit. No, my dad always cooked. My dad stayed cooking in the kitchen. 
That's why when people like men don't cook, I like what you're talking about. My dad cooks all the time. <laughs> yeah, a man doesn't cook if you don't initiate, hey, I would like you to cook tonight instead of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you know but my dad because... cooks every single day. I guess that's the Cuban thing, too, because my dad cooks all the time. Well, I mean, you know, my brother cooks and he's like one of the best cooks in my family, I would say, because my grandmother taught him how to cook. But, you know, he's with a woman that's not really into cooking. So whenever Mm. it comes to like big holidays, he's in the kitchen. This Mm. past Easter, he cooked the red snapper, the the fish, the cabbage, all of that. That was on him. The shrimp, all of that was on him. She don't cook. Uh, well, mm. they traded off on holidays because I remember my parents trading off on holidays. So, like, maybe my mom would do things mm. and he did Christmas. And then, you know, with Hispanics, Christmas is a whole nother mm. ordeal. So, like, when everybody eating, like, ham and shit for Christmas, I had a whole pig and black beans and rice and yucca and plantains and salad mm. all that shit. Mm. Hmm. All right. So, now, if you're not married, what would you, when people would be like, oh, you know, we broke up and they'd be like, I thought he was a good provider. Or I thought she, you know, was like a good woman. What is I that? Mean, you may think that, but you never know what the situation is or what the circumstances are. Like people look at people and, and you see them, like, you know, they're small and they're happy. I think so, social media really has a lot to do with that. Oh, yeah. Um, but you don't know what the situation is you know they may have shown a different side to that person that they have seen and I know it, a, a lot of people it only takes one time for you to for somebody to show their true colors to you yeah. so I mean you may think they was a good woman or a good man but, but, but you don't know the circumstances behind it or what happened yeah like I think people now would look at um well, I can't use him because they married. I was going to say Russell Wilson, but... I got an married. example, bitch. Okay, what's the <laughs> example? <laughs> I ain't going to say their names and their relations to me, but... Okay, so I know a couple that's in a situation where they're separated right now, right? Okay. When they first got married, the man was actually... Well, they both made good money, but the man was the primary breadwinner. So okay. he made all the money. The thing about it was... Yeah, he made a lot of money, but he also spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things that was kind of like, okay, yeah, you're making all this money. We live in this big old house. We got these nice cars, but we're in debt. We owe the IRS. We need oh, money for no. this. Exactly. <laughs> we need money for this. We need money for that. And then we barely have any money for anything. So now mm-hmm. they're separating, and he's still bad with money. Mm-hmm. Well, see with and that, she's I like, would... and then like with that, people were like, "Well, I thought he was a good provider doing this. He had a great job, X, Y, and Z." But yeah, what y'all don't know is all that nice. Shit that he has, has a spending problem, for. right? Right. So it sounded like he was just trying to do shit for the just, 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 just because it looked good. Exactly, girl. He was doing shit for the grand thing, <laughs> right? Not for the better need of the relationship of the partnership in the future or the kids. But see, right. I see. If they're in a relationship, I wouldn't completely put that all on him either. Because me personally, I know if I get in a relationship with somebody, I can't be with somebody that spends like me. So if right. that man has a lot of money coming in, I got to be the yang 
to his yin of, hey, let me go ahead and put this money to the side so we mm-hmm. can go ahead and pay for this or save right. it. And I, right, and I get that. But if y'all have a joint account and y'all both hustling making money, but they're also doing side deals where they're making money on the side deals as well and they're mm-hmm. spending that money on themselves, mm-hmm. knowing the that bad y'all money management trenches. Exactly, it's bad money management on his mm-hmm. part. Not saying that it's a comp- not not saying that I'm blaming him for everything because yeah. I mean like as a unit you both should know what's going in and what's coming out. But right. at the same token, if one isn't communicating what also what other stuff is coming in from mm-hmm. book deals and stuff like that, and you spend that on bullshit like golf clubs, oh God. then you're gonna be auctioning off them golf clubs. Right, it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a communication issue. But then I kind of mm-hmm. realized, like, that's just the kind of cloth that he was cut from. Because, like, witnessing him and his sibling around their family, like, girl, child, I was at them for Thanksgiving. This sibling gonna ask the mom and the dad for some money. But you apparently got this good-ass job working for the federal government. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens a lot, though. People just don't know how to manage money. Yeah. And they try to keep it with the drone tricks. Right, and they try to keep up, you know, the Joneses, and they don't know what the Joneses did to get to where they at. Right, that's why I can't never be with nobody who ain't never been broke before. <laughs> the value, but, they don't know the value of that shit. The value, right, right. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, I also think that you know uh, a lot of people aren't taught to know how to money management. That's why I was such an advocate of um, teaching you know credit in taxes and stuff in high school not even college but in high school yeah you definitely learn that stuff in high school right i think like that whole space of having home ec or a home room that's a perfect time to teach about budget and finances and shit Mm -hmm. Instead right. of them just like talking about BS in the classroom between classes, I just, I don't know how you can have kids go to school so many years, spend so much time during the day, and then expect them to come out at like 18 knowing what to hell like to do in the world. Mm-hmm. Nope. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. Nope, and, um, you know, society kind of like warps the whole mindset of um, what it takes to have a good relationship with somebody, um, build wealth, and provide not just for like this generation, but also for like your children's grandchildren. I don't right. think the mindset is being a good provider is also preparing and preventing what can come and a lot of people don't pay attention to how things are going like the fact that there are less stores physically where you can go to to purchase versus you going online and spending money there's a lot Mm -hmm. of costs that a lot of companies are saving by being online only but being able to get you your shit so that's cutting like a lot of spending um, on right. them and if you can have like a company that's building off of that instead of working for somebody where they'd be like alright we cutting 10,000 jobs tomorrow what you gonna do right you're not a right. good provider no more cause that job is gone 
Right. And I, I was just getting ready to say that. I was like, and they also need, we need to be teaching them, like, not just depend on one stream of income. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on just this one particular job that you have. Like, invest, start a business, work more than multiple, work multiple jobs while you can. Yeah. And right. save that money. Right. Or think about something your you know your future children and grandchildren can inherit thirty forty years from now. Yeah, and, and we're not saying like you know quit your job that you're working at today and start your own idea or your business because that does take money to make money. Right. You know, but we're saying have a smart idea and balance your time of if you're working for a company or someone spend this much time working for that person while you're working for them use those resources to research the you know company you want to start or the business you want to start and use their resources and use their you know insurance so you don't have to go out and buy your own insurance so work on something while you're working for somebody else don't just come out here and just be like okay i'm supposed to have x y and z because it's not gonna work like that yeah, get you a job where you can work on your own business. Yeah. Utilizing that damn time. Because boy, boy, boy. Because <laughs> McDonald's ain't need. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just hate people that feel like you just need to find that person that hit the quote-unquote jackpot. But shit, that jackpot don't mean shit. It really don't mean doing. anything. Because I used to date this guy. I used to date this African guy. And, mm. um, I mean, you know, he was wealthy. He had, he had a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember one time, you know, I asked him, you know, I, I told him I was hungry and I wanted to go somewhere and go out to eat, like, like go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he just puts $100 um, in my purse <laughs> and, like, told me to go get something to eat and I'm just like but that's not the concept that I'm trying to get I want us to go out together yeah and go sit down you know have an intimate conversation interact with each other over a dinner and eat like you can't just throw money at a situation and then think that that's gonna um, give me what I want what I need right so being a provider for me I mean it's a lot it's gonna take a lot like beyond financial like you gotta provide time love affection yeah intimacy um you know goals for yourself goals and plans that you have for me for us as a unit yeah you know what i mean like you have to provide trust a safe environment security for me to feel safe but people think that's all it takes though is money yeah. no I mean, home, don't throw no money at me. I just, well, throw money at me, but don't throw money at me like that. Like, I mean, because if that was the case, I wouldn't have said anything to you. I would, I just went away and got food on my own. Or I would have like, asked you for some money. money. Give me some money. Right. Like, give me some money. Give me some money. Like, you know. Right. So. And a lot of men do target a woman that has a man that will throw money at her just so he can go out with her and have that lunch with that man that gave her that money. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you can still lose by being the man that got the money, but another man got your girl because he's spending that time. That time, right. 
you know, and like all these billionaires. He's spending their time because he ain't got no job. Exactly. <laughs> but listen, but listen, I've been with men who ain't had no job, who ain't had no place, who ain't had no car, who have not like had things together totally. Mm-hmm. But they can provide the time, the love, and affection. That ambition is different, though. <laughs> the bitch, like, if I ain't got no job, bitch, I can text you all day long and tell you how much I love you. Yeah, right. until that phone turn off. Right. <laughs> Not saying that's a good provider because a provider, for me, it also means can you provide for yourself as well. But I'm just saying you can't. You're not supposed to be able to tell a good provider what he need to do or what she right. need to do. She already know it. It's already taken Speaking care of. of that. That's why motherfuckers with money always cheating on each other. Ooh, yeah. There's nothing else there. Right. Like they're there yeah. for the like they're together for the appearance, and then the man is cheating on his wife with another woman, that and then is. the woman is and then the woman is cheating on her husband with another man that has less. People, exactly, and like the people that they're cheating on each other with got so much less than what the other person has, mm-hmm. but they're with each other because of what it looks like. Right. Damn. That's a crazy way to live. I mean, people do it every day, though. A lot of billionaires mm-hmm. are married to people and they have other families they have relationships and it's just like oh well he got this money I got his last name I'm just waiting for him to die I'm just waiting for her to die and now I'm gonna have this and now I'll just go ahead and live the mm-hmm. life I really want exactly right but what kind of life is that uh, yeah th- that's what I was thinking like who wants to live like I just can't do that like I don't care how good it looks um, we're not gonna do that because we got kids. Yeah, because that's because that's a factor as well. People also just feel like they gotta be bound because there's a kid tie. I don't believe in. I don't. I don't believe in that either. Because kids feed like that energy. Like when I was younger, I knew like my dad had the money. I knew that he was go to for the money. But at the same time, I knew if there was a problem or emergency my mom was going to be the one to go to she was going to fix it but at the same time I didn't understand how toxic my father was as a in a relationship towards my mom until I got older and I was like oh he was purposely doing things so she can like get sick or he was purposely talking to her mother a certain way so nobody would come to the house and be uncomfortable in order to feel like he had some type of ownership so just because you know you in a house you have this and you have that doesn't mean that it's a healthy place to be it's a good partnership it doesn't mean that Right. right, and I would yeah, rather absolutely. not raise a child around that shit to make them feel like this is something you need to accept. Like I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, in that kind of environment, some people move in with each other just because you know, like they dating or all, they just messing around and they end up getting pregnant and you know, they just move in together when they really. Later down the line, they end up hating each other, and they just stuck. And I'm like, how can you? That's that resentment, right? Because they both knew they shouldn't be here. I mean, this is not 1950. You know, you was, you saw a girl at, you know, the bar. Y'all end up doing whatever. She got pregnant. Now she needed to move into your life, full force. This is not that. 
you can still stay where you at, have this baby, share this baby, but live separately. Mm-hmm. But I think people put their pride into the mix, um, worrying about what other people think into the mix, and uh, that, that that shit don't matter at the end of the day. Nope. No, not now. Especially not now. Yeah. And, you know, to be around someone with a lot of potential that can be a good provider, it takes a lot of patience from a person to, um, you know, be willing to allow this person to have the space to have a great idea and build it. I mean, look at the owner of Amazon. Ain't no way you about to set up whatever business in your mind up in my living room for years and and me stay around for this long for it to become so great in my mind now I don't think I could tolerate that but mm-hmm. look at what he made like that takes a lot of patience for you to be willing to allow somebody to have that space to create something or uh, a lot of trust to make sure that oh okay he feels like it's going to be something great. So that's mm-hmm. why I feel like he was okay giving his ex-wife all that money. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that trust was there. That space for him to build his company was there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think she bit her tongue a lot <laughs> through those years in order for him to be this great. And that goes into allowing somebody to become a great provider or allowing them to grow into um, that great idea or that potential but at the same time it doesn't mean that you stay stagnant or you stay quiet um, as for what you need but also that doesn't mean he wasn't a great provider prior too you know what I'm saying Right. like he could have already been there he could have been working the 9 to 5 where he was making decent money and they were having you know a decent life and everything but he may have just been like you know what I want more for us so this is my idea. Are you with it or not? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to know what you're holding on to. Right. <laughs> so I just think that's what that really is. And again, if you're with somebody and if you trust that person and you think like, you know, this person wouldn't do nothing to harm me, let's, hey, let's go ahead and let's do it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. Oh, no. Good mm-hmm. providers, man. Good providers. Good providers. It's not 1950. I ain't sitting around waiting for some shit to pop off. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. John, 1950 running from the KKK, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Not the KKK. Mm-hmm. Running from the bitches now. I mean, but they in the office, though. Right. They're just in a different suit. Right. Mm-hmm. This was not white. Yeah. Hmm. All what right. was y'all drinking before y'all started recording, bitch? Um, I said, what was y'all drinking? I got um, some red wine that I had from yesterday. Ooh, you know, uh, it really don't take much for me to feel away. Good providing. I mean, today I don't think it's all about money. I think it's, are you easy to talk to? 
Are you honest? You know, nobody's perfect, so we definitely are not nothing for perfect. Are you understanding? Are you dependable? Are you fair? You know, do you do things for other people within the household or within the family without being asked? Uh, do you have boundaries? Do you set boundaries with people who, you know, maybe family or maybe friends? Is there a respect? Like, to me, that all goes into good providing. Do you give other people their space? Do you show appreciation? Are you considerate? All that shit matters now. Back in the day, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Do you care about somebody else's wants or goals? Um, You know, I don't know everything, but, you know, I look forward to learning new things. Are you open to growing? That type of shit, that's providing a good environment. That's providing, like, a good basis for two people to grow on or a family to grow on. You know, you never have to worry about the basics of what makes a good home. That's good providing for me. Um, having like a healthy mindset. What does not make you a good provider is, you know, you're not keeping your word. You throwing money away. You throwing money around as if it's just coming in every second of the day. Like you, your name is not Apple. You're not getting thousands of dollars every minute. So you have to be more aware of what you're spending, how you're spending it, that type of shit. Knowing that you can't buy a person, okay? Buying a person doesn't make you a good provider. The fact that you could put money in somebody's hand every time they have a problem does not make you a good provider. You know, you stop dating a person and think you could just buy them shit without effort does not make you a good provider. You have a family in a home, but you're dishonest, you're disloyal, you cheat, uh, you know... You may put people, other people in a bad predicament in order to get money. That doesn't make you a good provider. You have to be an all-around good person. You have to have good character, good standards, good values. That's part of being a good provider. You know, we have to think forward. We have to take bigger risk, but also keep in mind that there are certain things that you can't buy or replace so we have to value those things and if you're miles away from people that you say you care about make sure that they understand and they feel you emotionally when you can't be there physically like it's not all about money it's all about um acknowledgement and being available uh whether it's communicating uh whether it's uh access or resources or pushing other people to be better not just looking for somebody to have your back but being able to have somebody else's back all of that goes into being a good provider so I hope that you know this discussion with Casey and Kiki has helped you know rearrange some of our thoughts to be on target on point for a new type of providing and uh I just want people to grow in a better direction. I want people to get more insight on what really matters. And don't let the social media 
these couples that look cute together fool you because it takes work in order to be a certain type of great. My name is Shan. I'm at.